Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah. Listen, let me show you how we kicking it. Lacing up my cleats to chase a goal. Being like Beckham, but we never fold. Let me show you how we kicking it. Baby, you ain't working how we working. Scoring like a 10 up on my jersey. Let me show you how we kicking it. Stay up in the field, we going hard. Pray we never see a yellow card. Let me show you how we kicking it. So if your feet can plant it to the ground, we'll go ahead and put your hands down. Let me show you how we kicking it. What is up, you guys? My name is Jess Lazo, and you are kicking it with me on the Women's College Soccer Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome to episode five of the podcast. Today, I wanted to focus on something that every soccer player and athlete, for that matter, has gone through, which is injuries. Whether it be a minor or major injury, everyone has gone through it. Some are preventable, while others just come out of nowhere and literally blindside you. I've definitely had my fair share of injuries from ankle sprains to stress fractures to pulled muscles. Soccer takes a load on your body. And that's why I wanted to discuss this topic today in order for those going through an injury to understand that you're not alone and you can get through this. So um, one of the most common injuries seen among soccer players is tearing your ACL with all of the high velocity change in direction and rotational body movements within the game, it can really affect the function and stability of an ACL. One of my current teammates actually has faced this injury twice in her career. She is one of the strongest people I know and seriously an inspiration on and off the soccer field. That being said, I wanted to bring her on the show today so you guys could hear her soccer journey, how she's persevered through her injury setbacks, and any other words of wisdom she has about the game. So with that being said, I want to introduce my teammate, captain, and friend, Adrian Walker. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, hi, Jess. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh, that was the sweetest thing ever. (laughs) Oh, but it's so true. Thank you so much. So to start, um, obviously you've gone through a lot injury-wise throughout your soccer career. You had two ACL tears, one in high school and one in college, and you've successfully managed through both of them. So first and foremost, I just want to say, like, I have so much respect for you. You've persevered through so much and you've come back even stronger. So, I mean, like I said before, you're such a huge inspiration and I'm really glad you're on the show today. Oh, thanks, Jess. I really appreciate it. It's definitely not something that any athlete wishes upon themselves or that you'd wish on anyone but you know it's part of the journey like you said and you just got to deal with it I think yeah exactly so what what I wanted to ask you first is can you kind of take us through the timeline of each of your injuries specifically your ACL injuries and kind of discuss how it occurred and how you were able to get back to where you left off soccer wise yeah of course um okay so my first um injury, like you said, happened in high school. It was my junior year of college. I mean, junior year of high school, we were playing in the state tournament, I believe for high school. So not club soccer at the time. And I was making a play, a run back, a recovery run. Um, 
and the girl made a nasty cut uh, at the top of the box and I tried to cut with her and my knees said no. So pretty much blew my knee out right then and there. It was um, definitely a shock like you, when you tear your ACL, at least for the most part, I think you know, mm-hmm. like your knee just feels very different. So I immediately on the field knew something wasn't right. I'm not, didn't know exactly, but I just knew that whatever just happened was not good. Um, and then I did rehab for about a year or so, like six, seven months. It was a bit quick. Mm-hmm. Um, came back to playing um, club soccer seven months later because we were out of the high school season at the time. Um, that was definitely a hard journey being your first major injury. You, I didn't really know what to expect or what the journey ahead of me was. Um, then fast forward to my senior year, I had a minor setback with a meniscus repair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finally made it to college. Thank goodness. Um, made it through my freshman, sophomore year, had a couple more meniscus repairs, pretty minor compared to an ACL. And then my junior year spring season, we were playing Wisconsin. I had just come back off of a meniscus repair and I was going forward from the back line to head a ball out that had been cleared. And I just got hit at the perfect angle by one of their forwards in the shoulder and it knocked me off balance and right then and there I tore my other ACL so that journey was a little bit tougher to deal with just because I knew what to expect Mm -hmm. but then at the same time that made it a bit easier to get through the process knowing that like I had done it before yeah exactly I mean I remember vividly to this day when you tore your ACL your junior year and oh my god I swear the whole world just went silent like it was it was so awful. And I, I can only imagine what you went through, um, especially having it be your second time. Mm -hmm. Um, so that leads into my next question. I mean, going through an injury like your ACL is very difficult mentally. What were you feeling when it first happened both times and throughout the recovery process? Mm -hmm. So the first time it happened, I think I was more scared Mm -hmm. because I had never had serious injuries, like not even like maybe minor ankle sprains, but I hadn't been out of soccer for more than a couple practices prior to that. So, and I remember thinking like, oh, I'll never get hurt. Like girls around us have, obviously we see it. We see ACLs, we see people have very serious injuries. And so the first time it happened, I was scared and I was definitely doubtful of my ability to come back because like, it's just something I hadn't faced. I had never had surgery up to that point. I had never I had to deal with anything like that. Um, So I'd say scared was mostly going through my head. But then as it went on, I sort of took it like a challenge to myself. Like you you set goals throughout your PT process of like, okay, this week I can bend my knee to whatever it is, 90 degrees, or I get to lift five pounds with my ankle this week. And so you set these goals. And I think by doing that through my physical therapy process, I was able to like compete with myself because I wasn't able to compete on the field anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I think um, comparing my first to my second, I had a tougher mental journey my first time Mm -hmm. because I had never not been a part of the team 
in a way, like when I, when I wasn't able to play, I mean, like I was at practice and I just felt a lot more disconnected. Yeah. So I used that knowledge for my second ACL. When that happened, it just kind of takes the wind out of you. Like I knew how I had torn it. I knew what lay ahead of me, but I remember distinctly thinking like, I don't want this to go how my first one went. I want to be able to stay more involved, stay connected with the team and kind of not lose a presence that I had become accustomed to feeling when I was playing. Mm -hmm. So for my second journey, I just, you know, I buckled up my straps, I guess. And I knew what I had to do. And I, again, set those goals for myself to compete with myself and just push myself to just persevere because I knew that again, I can do it. I've done it before. This isn't anything that I can't handle. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate that concept though, that you said, like, even though you can't compete on the field, you're competing with yourself. And I think that's probably the best way to look at things when you're sitting out, because if you're not looking it at looking like that or looking at it that way, then I just feel like you're just going to not, I guess, mentally push through it, if that makes sense. Agreed. No, I think it's very easy to be complacent in injury because you want to sit there and you want to be like, oh, this sucks. I just want to be on the field. I just want to be able to do like be able to play with people. I want to pass the ball. I want to be able to walk normally. But I think if you sit in that too long, you begin to, you're not going to progress. And I think that keeping your mind on more of the positives and the things that you can control is something that I learned helped me a lot because there really, there's no benefit or it doesn't serve you to sit and feel bad. It's more like, you know what, accept your situation and then do what you can from there. Exactly. I mean, other alternatives I think that you've done while you're hurt is also being a coach to us. Um, and I genuinely really appreciated that. I always looked to you when I was playing defense and I think that helped you uh, like distract yourself and also mm -hmm. helped us in the long run, just to get some advice from a player who's been on the team for a while. And um, yeah, so I think that's also something to put in consideration when you're hurt. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I think that by being able to still talk to you guys about the game and knowing that I had knowledge that I wanted to share with you guys and that you guys were like, it was fun to be involved in any way that I could. Mm -hmm. And since I couldn't do it myself, it was fun to be able to say like, hey, like maybe try this or like give advice here and then see you guys do it and excel and succeed was honestly the most fulfilling thing ever. It's so fun. Like, I really, I know some people don't mind, don't like sitting out. I like to be able to cheer on my teammates and see them succeed. That's something like, it just fills my heart with joy. So yeah, I really, I definitely agree with being able to stay involved with the team any way you can is something that definitely takes your mind off the whole process. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you also said um, your second time getting hurt, it was more of a tougher recovery process because like you've gone through it before, but it was also because you expected it, it was somewhat easier in a way. Mm -hmm. um, so um, in regards to rehab or physical therapy, you gotta be physically and mentally tough. So how did you do that? And what do you recommend to others who are working through an ACL injury or something similar? Yeah, of course. Um, so I think again, knowing what I knew from my first experience, I think the biggest thing that I took away was that 
there are going to be setbacks. Mm -hmm. Like there is obviously a progression that a physical therapist will set out for you. And sometimes you're going to achieve those goals and you're going to exceed them. And other times you're just not going to hit the mark for that week. Mm -hmm. And that I think the biggest thing is to have a short-term memory and to just take each week and each day as they are, because again, you don't want to dwell on the setbacks. I think if I couldn't do a certain weight for the week, but I could balance really, really well. I would try and focus like, wow, okay. Like the strength wasn't there this week, but you had the mobility or you had the balance and you were able to do that. So like really breaking it down into smaller pieces and rather than looking at, oh, I have, I'm only two months into my eight month recovery. Like if you break it down into smaller pieces and you really focus on the victories that you can achieve and the short-term victories, it really makes the process go quicker and it makes you more appre appreciative of the process. Mm -hmm. Appreciative, I think that's the word. Yeah. Um, but it, it just makes you appreciate the journey more um, rather than just being like, oh, I have so much more time that I have to be in here. And oh, when can I just, when is this going to be over? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I know that knee injuries, especially ACLs, are always surprising and blindsiding to anyone that it happens to. So, I mean, what are the doctors and physical therapists telling you in order to lessen the chance of a future injury? Um, yeah, so I'd say the biggest um, preventative factor for me came from my physical therapist. I think the surgeons, obviously, they do the best. They're like, yeah, we fixed you up. You look good. As long as you do physical therapy, like this shouldn't happen again. Mm -hmm. So I think that in terms of prevention, you get most of that from your physical therapist. So they are looking at both of your legs or both of whichever, whatever injury you're recovering from. And they're looking at where you might have deficits and what muscles you might be lacking in and what may have caused it. Mm -hmm. And they really do a good job of pushing you to build these muscles and work certain positions that you hadn't done before, at least in my experience, that's how it's been. Um, like I realized that my hips aren't strong. So that's maybe why my knees were more per, um, perceptive to ACL injuries. So we worked, I did, I can't even tell you how many clamshells and monster walks and band walks, like bands were my best friend, yeah. but they really do a good job of, you know, at least our PT here, Ted was just he just makes the process so much better like I can't sing his praises enough it wasn't I wasn't dreading going into PT and seeing him because I knew that he was always on my side and he wanted me to get back as best and as healthy as I could as quick as possible but at the same time he kept my safety and my health and just like my overall overall well-being in mind and that just really made it go much more smoothly mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, that's definitely important to have because you always want to like walk into someone who's helping you and knowing that they're on your side, they're supporting you and you trust them because I mean, that's definitely something you need when you're going through a process as long as an ACL recovery. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that also goes into play with your teammates, um, just like them being supportive of you. So, I mean, that leads into my next question. Obviously you need as much support as possible after experiencing an injury like an ACL. So what do you think your teammates can do in order to make things easier for you as you're going through the process of recovery? Yeah, um, I think that's a great question because 
obviously once you get injured, you end up having to rely on people you hadn't had to rely on before. Like whether that's holding doors open or carrying your food after practice or carrying your gear because you are on crutches or you're on a scooter or whatever it is, you really have to first as the injured person yourself, you have to learn that like, it's okay to lean on people. It's all right to ask someone for help. Like, again, it's a temporary thing. Even if it's not temporary, it's okay. People want to help. And then I think for my teammates, I think I would just say, just be there and understand that sometimes they're going to have moments where they're just upset and angry because like they are frustrated and that to never take that personally, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, like at least for myself as an injured person, like I, or whenever I was injured, like I never wanted to own my only be asked about like, how's recovery? How is all this? Like make it like you guys were friends and teammates before. And you talked about things that weren't injuries before. So just trying to make it as normal as possible, just to, you know, cause through the rehab process, like obviously you're thinking about your injury. Like you think about it when you walk because you can't walk without a limp yet or whatever. I think just trying to make it as normal as possible and as uncentered on the injury as possible, unless they bring it up mm-hmm. is something that really helps. It helps take the mind off of it all. Yeah. That's definitely something like to put in consideration because I know that a lot of people deal with their injuries in different ways. And some people are like, don't text me like after like the surgery or like, I want you to text me, you know, it, I mean, yeah. it depends on different people because I mean, like you said, like if you're going through an injury, like an ACL, you're thinking about it all the time. You don't want all of your conversations to revolve around your ACL tear. So that makes complete sense. And I appreciate that you mentioned that for sure. Yeah. I mean, again, at the same time, like, it's nice to know that people are checking on you. That's not to say yeah. like, no, for don't sure. never ask about it. But like, I think that like, that's a good starting point, like just to show you care, but then, you know, no, exactly. They're like defining characteristic of the time. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then just to backtrack um, on your very first ACL tear, um, did that happen before you committed to DePaul? No, it actually happened after I committed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was, I remember people asking me if they're like, oh, well, like, have you talked to Aaron yet? Have you talked to your coaches? Like, have they said anything? Because I mean, Aaron, I talked to her. I wasn't nervous, but she was like, you're, we still want you, your scholarship. All we want you to do is focus on like getting back and blah, 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 blah. But apparently like, I was never nervous about like my scholarship or my spot being in question in terms of like coming to DePaul, but there are people who are like, is she still like, does she still want you? And I can't even imagine that there are some coaches that would hold that against you, but yeah, I was lucky enough to have an offer. I would have been in a bit of a panic, I think, had I not committed at that point, just because I was, would have been out for a while and wouldn't have been able to showcase my talents, but I mean, I agree with you though. I like, I don't understand why some coaches will literally be like, oh, you tore your ACL. Okay. We're taking your scholarship. Like that makes no sense. Like, like, I didn't choose this. I didn't on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, you're obviously going to go through the recovery process and then end up building back to where you left off. So I don't see why coaches think I don't know I mean I'm really glad that Aaron didn't think that way and you're obviously on the team now and mm-hmm. you've been on the team yeah. for a while <laughs> <laughs> so, for sure. 
Yeah. And then, um, did your ACL, was it both, um, on the same knee or was it? Um, I tore my right one in high school okay. my junior year, and then my left one in college. So one of each okay. got to balance myself out a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say now it's even, so you can't even tell yeah. the difference, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so do you have any advice for someone who's facing an injury like an ACL tear right now? Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned throughout my entire journey with injuries itself is that you're not going to come back and be the same player, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to be better than you were before. I think that you need to take a step back through your process and think about like, okay, who was I as a player? What did I bring to the table? And if you can't bring that to the table through your injury process, you bring it in other aspects of it, whether that's coaching players or just being involved with the team. I also think that another thing of advice I would give is to not get down on yourself if you're not immediately back to who you were, because I think it's a process within itself. It takes time. Um, and that if you're not the exact same player you were, that again, it doesn't mean that you're any less of a player that you can bring. I used to be the super explosive player, but through my injuries, I've learned more about the game and been able to analyze how players play, how forwards attack, how defense sets up. And I think that's been something that I've been able to add to my repertoire in terms of, okay, if I can't get there as fast as I used to be able to, I have to put myself in the position to where I don't have to run as far or run as quickly. So like I use that to my advantage. I think there's always things that you can add and learn so that I guess just don't get discouraged on yourself too early in the process or ever at all. Like there are always positives and silver linings that you can find through these setbacks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like, I mean, that's perfect advice for anyone, whether they tear their ACL or they're just a player in general. Um, just don't get discouraged and um, figure out different ways where you can better yourself as a player and as a person for sure. Mm -hmm. So just in general, being a fifth year senior and having all of this knowledge of oh college soccer, what advice can you give incoming freshmen or college players in general? Um, I think I would say to always put your best foot forward. You never know who's watching, like which coach may be watching or which player is looking at you in any given moment. I think always strive to be the best version of yourself every day. I remember Aaron in one of our practices said, you might not always be your best, but always compete. And I think that's a great piece of advice, especially as a freshman, like showing that you have this can do, I will always work for you, work for the team mentality really goes a long way. And I think in terms of um, coming from high school to college, like there's definitely a um, the skill set jumps and you might not be the most skillful player as you were when you were in high school. But I think that as long as you show up and you're willing to do the work, the skill will come and you will learn. So I would say always put your best foot forward. And then again, remember that you're there for a reason. You were recruited for a reason. Um, and to always fall back to that if you are ever feeling discouraged or insecure about your ability or your role on the team at the time, like they saw something in you and that you should remember that within yourself and to always hold that within yourself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. I've reiterated this in like the past few of my episodes. Like, like you said, like you're there for a reason. You're out there to have fun. You love the game of soccer. So just show it. And if you're having a bad day, um, just hustle. I think that that shows more than anything, because if you're getting down on yourself or you're not defending, then I think that shows more than a bad pass or something. So I agree 100%. I think if you mess up a pass, but then you immediately try and get it back, whether you actually get it back or not, it shows that, you know what I messed up, but like, I'm not going to sit and I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm going to continue to move forward. And you know what, I'll get the next one. If I don't get the next one, I'm I'll get the one after that. And just like always having this hunger to -hmm. do well. I think that's just something that really will stand out no matter. I mean, you can use that for the rest of your life, I think. Yeah, exactly. It applies in soccer and in your career and just your overall life. So Mm -hmm. yes, good words to live by. Ooh. (laughs) Um, I think that about does it for today, but thank you so much for coming. I, I really appreciate it. You gave out some really great points and insights and Um, like I said you're really inspiring to me and to I'm sure everyone you know and you've gone through so much and like I said you've come out even stronger than you were before so oh thank you Jess I really appreciate it it's been really fun I was so nervous before and you did such a great job of just calming me down Um, it was really a pleasure so thank you so much thank you For any listeners out there, thank you for tuning in today. If you want to tune in next week, the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and of course, Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. Thanks for kicking in with me on the Women's College Soccer Podcast. See you next week. Yeah, let me show you how we kicking it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.